Hello gatherers, Kuma here letting you know that our favorite part of the year is coming up. It's time for another Extra Life Marathon. Extra Life is the organization that uses game streaming on Twitch to raise money for local children's hospitals. You watch, you donate, and you help kids. What's better than that? Join Gamer Culture crew and guests as they stream for 12 hours on October 28th, and all proceeds will be going to the Children's Hospital of Orange County. Once again, October 28th from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. Extra Life. Play games, heal kids. Now, on with the show. Alrighty, this is Tyler. We're in our impromptu uh, interview. Yay! And this is Indy, author day. I wish you could see this. I know, right? With <laughs> just a bubble of energy. And I'm here with Jay and Gay. How are y'all doing? We're doing fine. Perfect. Yes. Awesome. All right, I'm so sorry. So which one was, you're, you're, you're gay? I am. You're gay. Got yes, got but I'm not. <laughs> uh, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, what, so what have you written? What are you doing at Indy author day? I've written a few books Perfect. and a few short stories Ooh. and a few plays and a few children's stories. Oh, okay. So what, do you, um, so what was the latest thing that you wrote? The latest? Uh, Deaths in Hollywood, which is three stories, and uh, they're on Kindle individually, plus oh. it's in a book called Deaths in Hollywood, 1942, uh, featuring a P.I., and a woman police officer in LAPD. And it's fiction? All fiction, right. All right. Uh, well, the, yes and no. Okay. The stories, the, uh, the, the plots and the uh, stories are fiction, but the background and the setting and uh, several other things are actual. Oh, okay. One is a story about the Rex, which is a ship, a gambling ship that was off Santa Monica, and that's all true. Oh, wow. All right, and Jay, what about you? You have a lovely, a lovely book that I was reading through. Thank you so much, Tyler. I first want to say thank you so much for having me on the of show. Course. I'm just honored. <laughs> and I also want to thank everyone here, Michael and um, Antoinette and the others for having us here at Indie Arthur Day. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, in I'm regards, so glad to be here. Thank you. And also to be with Gay. <laughs> hey. That's really awesome. So the book that, um, I'll talk about the book just a little bit. The book that I've written is called Love Hard. It's actually my first book. Ooh. And um, I feel that God birthed this book through me, through love, and also through the passing of my husband, which was very unfortunate and still is traumatic and hard to believe. I'm so sorry. But um, thank you very much. But through this um, has come love hard and basically the I guess the concept behind the book is there's there are quite a few poems but there are also some short stories but what we're trying to share with others is that we do not know the day or the hour the minute when it's be yeah. our last year on earth so it's important for us to love each other unconditionally yep and um, my book is a little faith-based, so you'll also find some scriptures in there okay. and things of that nature that will hope, help, hopefully build others up. I know that it's been a very good 
resource and a help for me yeah. um, to be able to go in that direction. So it's regardless of you know your religious beliefs, it's a lot of these books um, out there, especially you know the Bible has a, a lot of great life lessons that anybody should follow. Yes, you know, so you know, leap, you know, be happy, treat others well. I mean, that's that's pretty much should be the message in every book. Amen. <laughs> I, mean, so, I agree. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So that, and that's uh, and that's always lovely. And there's always you know it's always great to see you know just different ways and different people who have written in throughout history. You and of course you said that you have you know the scriptures in there as well. I mean it's just good to kind of see other people's perspective and how they also see you know happiness and you know kind of yeah yes. building how to build yourself up. Yes. So which is always great. Um, perfect. And so I guess I want to ask you guys a couple questions here that that has been previously written. Um, and <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I'm horrible at reading. Um, and okay, so if you could both um, please start telling, or sorry, if you can both, sorry, I'm going re to redo these words. If you can both tell us a little bit more about your journey about getting published and kind of, you know, how you went about creating this book and making it physical. I've been published by several, well, a few traditional publishers, and they've either gone out of business for one reason or another. And I have several friends who are mystery writers also, okay. and they get a contract for three books with a publisher. Yeah. A publisher does not do anything for them in essence. They only do a publicity for yeah. large writers like Michael Conley, for example. And the, uh, so they have to do everything on their own. They have to bring their numbers up yeah. to a certain point. And if they don't, and then they're cut off, so that they end with that traditional publisher, and so they have to find another publisher. But Amazon has just made it so much easier for yeah. people to be published. It's absolutely incredible, and the time is instant. It's yeah. not a year and a half later or a variety of other things. Yeah. So I just find this whole a milieu at the time at this time it's so wonderful it's absolutely great yeah absolutely i mean yeah you you just have so many tools you have so many things that are just consistently evolving in your favor which is always fantastic and yeah and you you kind of get to learn a little bit more about like how and i guess like for me like you know i haven't i haven't created a book or a comic you know hope yet hopefully soon um, but you know, like just kind of be like, oh my gosh, I can I can put this on Amazon. I can put this over here. Like, I, oh my gosh, look at all this, and it kind of builds you up, and it makes you kind of like have this backwards driving force, you know, to go out and do and talk about your book and be like, listen, you can get it everywhere. I mean, look, it's right there in the air. Just grab it. Just get in there. Um, <laughs> it's in the clouds. No. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, absolutely. And what, and what about you? Just your way to getting published or your way to making, of getting your, your poems onto actual paper? What was your journey? Actually, I'm self-published. Indie published. Yeah, indie published. And, um, yeah, indie mm -hmm. published. and um, but I do have some, I would say a team of companies that have taken on my project and I'm very happy about that. That's fantastic. Such as like um, Amazon, Google, you know, your Barnes and Nobles, mostly all your online stores. Yep. And, um, I do feel that this season right here is it's a great season for us as indies because yep. there are so many doors of opportunities that we have from going to publishing and finding editors and things of that nature that can help make a concept or a dream yeah. come into a reality. So with those particular um, 
companies and even some of the, um, the, the libraries too have been receptive as far as including um, indie authors and their catalogs too as well. Absolutely. And that's also just been, you know, an honor. That's exactly. Um, and what do you think that the uh, role of the, of the traditional publishers has been, you know, kind of like, I guess, maybe throughout the years, like what we were saying, how everything's kind of evolved now. Before it was like, okay, you got to do a book signing and then it'll be, we got to pay them to put it on the top shelf in the bookstore. Now it's kind of like, you, you can just put posters up, you can do a social media marketing. What, what do you think? How do you think it's changed since you, or like, do you think it's, how much do you think it's changed and has it changed for the better? The, uh, Traditional publishers are probably just as in a quandary as everybody else because I think they, they know that the technology is out there, yeah. but they've been, I don't want to say in this rut, but they've been on this path for so long that it's so difficult to change yeah. to something else. But the, indie, the, the traditional publishers are publishing on Amazon. They're yep. doing digital. Amazon and Kindle, they're, so everybody's in the same uh, uh, market uh, as far as uh, the, the format of the book. So yeah. any books from Scribner or Holt or whatever company you want to say is probably on uh, digital form someplace. Yeah. So that's widening, I think, and I think the, the publishers now, they're owned by five companies. All the publishers in, in the United States are owned by five companies. Yep. And their bottom line is money. So they are buying up to small publishers as soon as they start making any money. And then they have their back uh, log of uh, authors, yeah. like uh, Mark Twain or a variety of those. And so they can make money on that and then support uh, beginning authors, yeah. but they're not doing as many beginning authors as, as they did in the past. So I think the whole uh, publishing industry obviously is changing. That's um, a mundane thing to say, yeah. but it is, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful. So I'm just looking forward to see what's going to happen, and I hope that uh, we don't have an apocalypse and, and the electricity dies and everything else, <laughs> as, my, as um, it was pointed out earlier. Yeah. You know, um, and so, you know, e-books are kind of taking over. It, it's, they're everywhere. Your phone, uh, a tablet, uh, television, if you want to be. I guess you can turn, I mean, I can turn my television to whatever is plugged in my computer. So I can turn it into an e-book. Um, <laughs> I just thought about it. It's kind of weird. Um, but um, so do you think that it's going to be totally e-books? Or do you think that, do you think that paper is going to die down? I actually have an opinion on this, too. I'll probably say after you guys. But what do you think? Um, if I could back up just a little oh, bit. Yes, I wanted absolutely. to ask, answer something in regards to the publishing. Yes. As a songwriter and also a manager of a group, a pop and R&B group, we also have a publishing company that w deals with music. Yeah. And in regards to publishing, there are some advantages and some disadvantages as well. Yes, there are a lot of doors open up, but just like with music, which you're able to put music out, it can be very challenging at times because there's so much music that's out there and you can get lost in the shuffle, which most 
artists do, yeah. unless they have really a hit song or they have like a major, major marketing campaign that's working with them to get them out there. Or they're consistently going there for appearances and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of bureaucracy. Tours it, and so. that sort of thing like that. So we have to kind of like be aware of that. And in regards to the print, when it comes to books, you really have to go and market yourself wholeheartedly as best as you can. Doing things like um, Indie Arthur Days or doing things like um, podcasts. Yeah. And um, there are various different um, podcast shows that are out there that are always seeking artists. So try to get your hands on a list. Uh, I think there's one out there called Radio List. Um, I can't think of the entire name, but... I know that I've secured various different uh, interviews through them, yeah. and these interviews go everywhere. So, you know, if, if, if you want to know more, just kind of hit me up a little bit later <laughs> on about Absolutely. that, and so that we we'll, can talk a little bit more. But in regards to the e-books, I think e-books are great. I really like the e-books and digital, but I'm a little old-fashioned, yeah. so I really like the paper and have it. It's something about having that. Yep. Somebody mentioned it earlier, I think, Michael's. Something about having that content just in your hand yeah. and just that tangible product. I, I think it's when you have it, you know, like, my opinion is, I'm going to try to keep this short because I, I talk a lot, um, <laughs> which is why I have, like, five podcasts. No um, problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I, I feel like, when you have an ebook, when you have a Kindle, your phone, they're all the same. They all look the same. Mm -hmm. The screen's the same size. Mm -hmm. The pages are the same color. It's all gonna be the same white. It's the same, almost the same font. Nothing's different. Everything's just been, you know, retyped. It's, it's, it's not different. When you have a book, when you have a comic book, when you have a movie, like even like a DVD case, it's different. It's the same case size, but the poster's different. Yeah. Like it looks different. Mm -hmm. You know, just from the outside of it, a book. When you have it physically, you're feeling it. You're feeling this material. You're, you're reading it. You, you're able to kind of like feel sometimes like the actual like ink and kind of feel their pain and just be like, all right, what's going on? You see it. You put it down. You're like, nope, I got to put it down. You're slamming a book down in a, in a, in a part that you're very emotional and you're just like, no, I, I, can't, I can't read right now. I need to put it down. You have the ability of throwing things down. If yeah. you do it with your phone, it's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's kind of the difference. And uh, I'm, I'm going to answer the question a little bit more. I'm going to get your answer right now. So sorry. But uh, that's, that's, my, that's my thought. Yes. So. Uh, half of my thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, years ago when paperbacks came into being, that was, uh, everyone frowned on that. They weren't going to use paperbacks yeah. because the, the stories were terrible and they're cheap, blah, 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 which is... Or even when they made, like, electronic ink, you're just, like, like the a The same, <laughs> exactly the same. But I think it's another media, and it serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. Having paperbacks yeah. uh, are easy to carry as opposed to heavy hardbacks. Yeah. And Kindles are fabulous because you can have several books on there. So it's got nothing to do with getting rid of the printed book. Yeah at all. Yep. It's just a different way to read and a different and much handier in some instances. Absolutely. Portability is great, just yeah. not, um, not connectivity. I think we have to be careful though as a society, you know, because with the paperback books, if we want to continue to see them, the public, we have to support them because otherwise yeah. we're going to see more and more bookstores that are closing down. I know. You know? And, and that's why it's a double-edged sword, yeah. you know. It's you, you, you want to do something and support a, you know, a specific industry or group of companies, 
or you want it to be easier access to you. Yeah. Like, I can read this whenever I want. Yeah. I'm stuck on an airplane. I don't want to go through and shuffle through my bag and, you yeah. know, go in my carry-on and grab yeah. this book. It's like, I already have it right here. And yeah. so, and I'm miming it. And there's so I'm miming many. miming it on pop- podcasts. It's always yeah. popular. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many great books out there. Just today, you know, with all the authors that have been here at Indie Arthur Day in Alhambra, it's just been so great to see all the different cover- covers. Like, I'm looking yeah. at this one now from Gay, and it's like Death in Hollywood, 1942. The and then she has another them. one, Stand Down, and these mysteries. I'm like, these covers are just great just to kind of look at. So, yeah draws interest and says, hey, I want to know more about this product. That's you true. Know? Absolutely. Um, oops, sorry. Oh, go, no. oh, no, you're fine. Well, I mean, <laughs> th- this kind of this goes uh, along, you know, um, because I, I, I interviewed another group of, um, you know, of guests, you know, if you want to check it out, it's on the Indie Mini on our site. Um, you know, I asked them about, you know, kind of editors. You know, you have to have somebody, you know, you write something and then they tell you, listen, hey, like, this is, this is fantastic, but fix this. Like, you always have to have somebody else's opinion because that's how you grow and that's how your story grows. Um, and I, you know, gave an example there. I don't want to, you know, repeat myself. But, like, how, how do you guys pick an editor? Or do you, do you have an editor? Uh, I have an editor and I have a writer's group. So when I yes, finish something, it goes through my writer's group, which is happening now with a book that I wrote. I finished it, and it's going through the, the writer's group. So I get feedback from them. And sometimes it's interesting. Each person will have a different comment about yeah, uh, improving it. Or, yeah. But it's also interesting what they don't say. So something I may have thought was maybe not right or something, no one said anything about it. But <gasps> oh, okay, so well, that's great. Kind of like, like I had a great aha moment, but nobody said anything about it. What right, happened? Right. Oh, okay. That's very so interesting. That's, that's another side of the writer's yeah. group. And uh, this, the group I'm in now is really great. Uh, I've been in groups I could probably write a book about being in a writer's group. That would be a good book. Because some people... <laughs> How to pick the right writing group. <laughs> don't bring anything, and then they tear down what you have. So you've got to uh, yeah. evaluate everything. And even though they say, well, I don't like what you did with this, blah, 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 you have to decide if they're right. Yeah, or if they're biased if or... If, whatever. Know, they're constructive. And sometimes uh, they'll have a bias. Yeah. I, I mean, it's... A, it's from their point of view. So you have to be careful. You have to weigh all of that. And you can't yeah. make all the changes that everyone suggests. You have to just trust yourself. Yes. And then I also have, so when, when I'm finished with that, then the book will go to the editor, and uh, that person will edit it. And then uh, I will send it to the woman, uh, to the publisher. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And with the publisher, do they make you kind of work, work and... Have you focus on specific um, like wording or like they, no, they're, no. they're very they're very loosey goosey. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> every publisher has a, uh, a guidelines they follow. Yes. So, uh, but I know what those guidelines are, so yeah, I stay oh, yeah. within those guidelines. Yes. Perfect. That's great. Yeah. You never you never want to push their boundary, uh, like push them and see what you can get away with. I'm sorry. Do you ever want to just like write something and try to push you know? Push the boundaries and just see if you can get away with it. I could. <laughs> in a story. I could, but their their uh, 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 um, guidelines are mine. Also, yeah. I mean, uh, true. I it's agree with everything, and I can push the envelope, and if I wanted to. Yeah. But uh, there isn't. I, I don't want to. You don't want to. I'm not that risque. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I am gay. 
As for me, um, I do have someone that will help me to format, you know, like with Love Heart, I had someone yeah. help me to format the book into, um, you know, the format that it needed to be, to be an yeah. ebook or whether it was going to be a hard copy or whatever. But um, as far as the thoughts, um, this book predominantly is poetry. So these yes. are my thoughts. So to hear their thoughts come into my thought, it just don't really gel as well, not to sound selfish oh, no. No, or no. anything like that. But they're, you know, when I write a poem that's, um, I don't say like keeping that flame hot. Yes. You know, it's, you know, it's something too that I feel like, okay, this is my concept. So yeah. I want to be able to take that concept and kind of like run with it. And when I talk about love hard and how yeah. we should love hard and, and that sort of thing, I want to be able to keep that concept. I don't really want someone kind of like dictating or telling me, okay, this has to be changed or this needs to be changed and whatever. And, and I know that sometimes with some published publishing companies, houses that's kind of like what they um do you know yeah. they'll kind of say well we need to go back and have this re-edited and that re-edited no offense but you know sometimes you got to really stand up like gay says yeah. you got to stand up for what you believe in yep. and just kind of say hey this is going to work you know i i, I have two follow-up <laughs> questions for that one thing um because there's you know the scripture and you you know you are religious you know um you know churches are you know is, is very is a community-based it's very mm -hmm. it's, you know so when you write them have, do you have people who don't have, you know, experience with editing or have an outsider view? Because one thing is like that 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 is that's going to be a demographic that you that you can definitely push towards. Mm -hmm. I mean, not not saying that you want to use them. I'm not saying that at all. It's mm -hmm. like, but it's like, listen, like this has scripture in it, and this is my thoughts, and I want this to be part of my of my religious community. Mm -hmm. So have have they? Did you give them some of this stuff to look at and them give you some feedback for it? That's a great, interesting question, and. I have actually um, started doing some speaking engagements at churches Perfect. around the area. And um, the um, concept basically is biblical in its love and Christ-centered relationships, which talks about how through the Bible and through love and through God, how we're able to strengthen marriages, strengthen the unity that in love that's among family and friendships and things of yeah. that nature. So yes, and what I do is I try to tie in certain scriptures to what I'm saying yes. or use scripture to, and then try to elaborate on the scripture to where it's broken down to where individuals can better understand it in layman's term. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, oh, absolutely. That's a great question. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, um, and the other thing about editing with poetry, so, you know, poetry is every single word um, matters. Like, yes. um, so obviously sometimes you have to use a thesaurus and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I have to do it constantly. Like when I'm writing an article, I'm like, I can't use the word awesome over and over and over again. I have to find <laughs> a new word. But even though it's like one of my favorites. Um, so, <laughs> so like, what, what, is your, what is your process? Because not only is it rhythm, not only is it like uh, number of words in a line, like, there are so many factors in writing a poem, like so many. How do you find that? How do you kind of you know look up and find that word to be an adjective or like or the right verb? Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Another good question. Because she's got talent. <laughs> that is true. That is well, true. But sometimes you just get like like oh, I know there's yeah. a word that's like that. It starts with a B or maybe it ends with a D. Yeah. I don't know. Like well, <laughs> that's me. She is Keats or Byron reincarnated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gay, for all that trust in me. I really appreciate it. 
But um, to be honest, and I know for some people this may sound a little strange, but I kid you not, I cannot take credit for really writing this entire book on my own. Oh, yeah. I was, after the loss, well, when my husband passed, it was devastating. Yeah. And a few months after that, it's like about 3.30, between 3.30 a.m. and 5, I was awakened every morning for about a month. And when I woke up, the words were already there. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I didn't have to really think about anything. All I had to do was go to typing out everything that God had given to me. And some of them I kind of expanded on or lengthened or, yeah. you know, that sort of thing like that. But the, the, with this book, that's why I said, you know, he birthed this book through me. Yeah. And I believe it was a reason to help share with other ladies that may have come widows, widowers, and just with life. Because love is such a big key component, a, a necessity in which our whole communities, our, our whole world needs to have more of. Yeah. We look and we see so many different tragedies that are going on. Yep. And with love, we wouldn't see that as much. You know, if people were a little bit more loving and a little bit more caring. So with Love Heart, I did not have to do. Now, with I'm writing another book. Actually, there are a few. And I really got a kick out. I must say, with the prior panel that you did, um, Tyler, <laughs> With hearing um, a couple, I think it was like Steve and with Michael, they were saying that they have several projects that are going on in their head. Yep. And I'm like, I thought I was odd because, you know, I'm fairly <laughs> new to writing. And I just want to say that I've never desired to be an author. That was not my choice. Yeah. So this just kind of fell into my lap. And I'm like, you really want me to do this? Because I was doing something totally different, you know, marketing with other artists and, yeah. and, and, and that sort of thing. So Being, being creative and yeah. using your energy for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. But now it's something that's you're not totally getting, yeah, different. You're, you're not getting your own yeah. message. You're getting their message. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So. so now I'm writing another few projects, but I'm, I'm focusing on one, and it's an extension to this book, and it's Love Heart 2, but it's um, I released a title. I hadn't told anybody this title <laughs> other than my children, which my daughter is here today. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> The actual title is Love Heart 2, Being Light, Being, being Love light, being in the Dark World. I love it. Yeah. Good. I love it. All righty. Um, let's see. Okay, so, um, you know, we're going to talk about publishing and a big thing, of course, like we've been saying over and over again. It's not marketing. Uh, we've talked about, you know, with e-books and social media and all that stuff like that. However, we haven't, we have not talked about things like this, like trade shows, expos, conventions, and signings. Um, how do you feel, because those are, those have been around for a while, you know, book, book conventions, book trade shows have been around for years, mm -hmm. you know, um, they, you know, they predate, you know, they're older than comic book conventions and stuff. So, uh, do you think since they kind of started, do you think that there's a, a complete difference in it now? Like, do you, do you feel like it's more, um, I asked this question before and it came off negative. I don't mean it to be negative, but do you find it a little bit more competitive being in the same room with people who also have. Um, you know, who also have things that may have something relatively like you. Um, how important do you think they are and how, you know, and is there a good or a bad thing you think about it? Well, in the mystery field, there's several mystery writing conferences yeah. where fans come. And there, uh, there are panels 
for uh, with five or six authors on it, yeah. and a fantastic moderator like you. <laughs> yeah, Thank but you. the panels are all different. For example, one will be on cozies, say, uh, but there's several uh, levels of cozies, yeah. and everyone writes something just slightly different. So yeah. one person will have the dogs in the in her story and somebody else will have something else. Uh, so there, there's always a variation in all of the authors. Oh, and yeah. I don't feel that their competition, we're all in it together. Yep. So uh, as someone said, <laughs> <laughs> Petria said, authors are interesting. Yes, they so are. it's fun to be around them. And so yeah. I, I don't feel that competition at all. Yeah, authors, I mean, they're creative people. You know, musicians, authors, I mean, Sometimes the movie stars, right. uh, not really the movie stars, the, mov the yeah. writers of the movies. I mean, they're all, they're all creative people. Yeah. And yeah, and that's, so it's, it's, they're always interesting. And, and that's the thing. It's like no book is the same unless that one person's a hack. Uh, <laughs> 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 then they're not a writer. They're just a copy hack. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. But, um, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Or, but anyway, we keep uh, it real here. Yeah, right. Why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, was that the middle, um, a million little fibers or something like that? A, mil oh, a million little pieces, guy. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I knew you shouldn't have had that coffee. <laughs> yeah, I, know, right? I haven't had enough. This is the sad part. Already. Um, you, okay. So, uh, do, 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 do. okay. So, what do you think the challenges and the opportunities um, that are you? Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. I misread that. I gotta edit that out. All right. Um, okay. So, what are the challenges and opportunities that, opportunities that are unique to writers in Southern California? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I understand that question exactly. Uh, Did anybody have a question out there? I I don't know that that's any different than any other place. Yeah. There are more of us, and there are more organization writers yeah. organizations. So you help each other. It's probably but easier than like Alaska for or you know, New York or yeah. uh, some other major, large major areas. But I don't think there's uh, anything that uh, hindering us yeah. at all. Yeah. I feel that it's just awesome. Just like today, you know, I've met just several different people from all different backgrounds, and I've just been admiring everything. And I, back to the other question, as far as like, um, you know, competition. And that sort of thing. I just feel like um, that creative side of the different ones that have been here, the authors, we've kind of been just talking and just sharing and just kind of really been encouraging one another. Yeah. So I think that that's just really awesome. <laughs> Going back to the uh, talking about the. Is that your <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah. The opportunities for publicity, say, uh, in the digital world. Amazon offers so many, and Kindle offers so many ideas for you to participate and for them to publicize your work. And it's, it's so minor. The one is uh, twenty-five dollars the, 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 uh, for the program, and they they publicize and put your your book up, and you interview you and. There's a lot of uh, opportunities offered by Amazon and Kindle. Yeah. And this is the opposite of the traditional publishing because they didn't see it. They, didn't, they saw that people, writers who weren't Michael Connolly, for example, yeah. would not benefit them whatsoever. But Amazon gets the money from the authors to help publicize their books. And so 
the more that they that they help the author sell, that just benefits them. So exactly. I think that whole uh, genre is just absolutely fabulous. Yep, absolutely. All right, we have a question from the audience. Well, I am not a creative person. I'm an engineer, so I'll ask a dumb question here. How do you know how to price your book? Oh. Uh, Amazon and a Kindle uh, give you a minimum of, to, of uh, a price that you can yeah. put on it. And I'm not sure what that is, is because that's handled by the publisher. But I like to have, I do the minimum. I try to keep my prices low because I'm looking at volume as opposed to selling one book for $40. And actually, I have to tell you, one of my books is on uh, Abe's Books for $40. So. Anyhow, it's a previous edition, as I said. The publisher oh. went out of business, so now. But it's a collector's uh, edition. Yeah, well, not collector's. It may never either. sell, but I just, I just yeah. love that. Anyhow, <laughs> I keep my prices low rather than having them high. Yeah. So, and with uh, Amazon and Kindle, we get seventy percent. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. You you. You want it low because you want to make money, but then you also want people to enjoy the work that you put out. Yeah. <laughs> I try to keep my pricing low, too, so it just kind of, you know, just kind of depends. Um, usually I try to put my books somewhere um, around $10, um, yeah. the print format. And the reason being is part of my book sales that are in print format, they go into our ministry, which helps widows. See, and yeah, that, that's another great thing. It's yeah. like you, you're, you are getting your work out there. People are enjoying it. You are making money, but then you are also helping out another cause. It's important yeah. to you and important to a lot of other people. Yeah. And another thing, I wanted to kind of go back a little bit on the challenges yes. for authors and getting their book out there compared to, um, I guess, maybe some other areas. We're originally from Texas, um, San yeah. Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and with my music background and marketing with television uh, media, I noticed that I had much a much, I guess, say easier time trying to promote artists and get them appearances and PR with um, TV and radio and that market compared to here in. California, because yeah. you're competing, say, like, with other artists, maybe, yeah. like, I'm just, you know, we know some of the bigger artists' names, quote-unquote, major signed artists that are coming on to these shows, like, you know, L.A. or yeah. whatever the case may be, and their news, even with the news. So yeah. that's some of the challenges, too, as far as, like, with media support. It's like, okay, who's your, what have you done? You know, how many shows have they been on? You know, and our dollars, how many records, how many books have you? So, so that makes it a little bit more of a exactly. challenge. Exactly, and a little bit of merchandise, too. Yeah. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, ladies. Oh, um, I guess I have, like, one other question, because, um, you know, I, I just thought about it. Um, right now, an easy way to engage people, your audience, is actually through social media again. Um, but this time, it's a new. This is a new concept and a new. Um, why can't I think of the word? But a new option. Uh, I guess within the last year and a half is Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter Live, um, uh, Periscope of Twitter. Um, you can do things live, right? Live, you could and do Q and As easily. Um, have you thought about doing that, about doing anything like that, engaging people and just having people see this? Well, on the pub, uh, publicity in any form, I did a small class on this, and you have to, you, I suggest that you list all of the ways you can publicize your book. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, Twitter, uh, uh, whatever. And so you list all of those, and then you decide what things you really don't want to do that yeah. you'd rather slash your wrists than have to do this. <laughs> and then you focus on the things that you really like to do. I like to go out and talk to people. Mm -hmm. yeah. But some people don't like to do that at all. So, and you can't do them all. Yeah. So it, not even talking about money, the costs of certain things that you'd have to do, you can't do them all, so pick out the things that you really like to do because people know, they can sense that you don't want to do this. And uh, that's not good. You don't want to yeah. force yourself to do things. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you don't like to do podcasts. I can tell. <laughs> I don't like but, talking. <laughs> I, don't but, have, I don't have any opinions. <laughs> but it's so. It, but the other the other aspect of that is time. Yeah. How much time do you want to spend on publicizing your book? Yep. Because we've been here three hours, so this is kind of a shot day as far as writing goes. That's true. But, I mean, it's been a stimulating day and yes. fantastic, but it's, uh, it's not a writing day. That's true. So you have to decide how much time you want to spend on that, how much money, yeah. and uh, how, how much, energy. Yeah, it's, it's like a healthy slash unhealthy distraction, kind of. Right. And <laughs> I, I wanted to mention something else. Uh, you had talked about the uh, people changing your work and things like that. Yeah. In the movie script industry, <laughs> that... Oh, yeah. They have to go through, what is it? That oh my, contract uh, was and, uh, uh, signed uh, with the movie, with the yeah. uh, guild, so that the producers could change things. Yep. And, and, and that's just like having a writer's group gone wild, yeah. because everybody uh, wants to do... <laughs> All, all these different things. We're, we're yeah. not going to have a lesbian. We're going to have a minister. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just, it just changed the whole story. So that's, that's not good at all. And yeah. so you wonder how movies ever get made. Yeah, it's like st standards and practices are like, standards and practices, that's what they're called, right, when you go on television? I'm trying to ask you. I just know that a screenplay is not the same as a book. A screenplay is more like a blueprint. Yeah. Until the, <laughs> yeah. Until yeah, until the union and the and the studio tells you what to change. Like standards of practice, uh, Patton Oswalt has a great quote where he talks about how much he hates right. Like his worst, the worst thing about writing a script is going through standards and practices. He go, he'll write a whole script and he will. The feedback is the worst. I'll get it back and be. They'll be like, yeah. So on page forty-two, she's she's eating peanuts. But then if you go back on page eight, she's wearing a hat. Well, that's uh, yeah. I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> that they just change everything because either they can't write or, or, or they just want to change things. Yeah. So that's when you get to plays, plays that are produced in the yeah. theater, you cannot change a word. Nope. A producer cannot change a word. He would have to confer with the, the uh, writer yep. to even change one word. So the di dichotomy between those two is so amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Anyhow, that's why I want no, to go no, back and talk about that. <laughs> no, absolutely, I love it. No, it I, lo I love hearing from you guys, and I love spreading Pat and Oswald jokes for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> butchering it. I think yes. <laughs> All right, Congrats well. to Facebook Live. Publicity. Yeah. Publicity. I, I feel that those things are very important and essential as far as trying to get your message out there. Yep. And um, I was just sharing with my daughter who's here, and she's a blogger and an upcoming ch children's <laughs> author, <laughs> Ashley. And um, we were talking about that today um, as far as Facebook Live. I have not gone live because I am really a shy person. 
Um, believe it or not, no. I am. I love being behind in behind the scenes. That's my thing. Really? I love being behind the scenes. I do not like taking pictures or video. Huh. Tomorrow is my husband's memorial. So how many years have you been dead? And um, I'm thinking about possibly going live because it's just to share with yeah. others this, the whole thing as far as, like I say, about love and the yeah. importance of not sweating the small things, but just kind of really embracing each of your loved ones and just living life to the fullest yeah. as if it's your last day, yep. you know, because we just never know. And um, it's still a little, you know, real tender at times for me. Yeah. So um, you have to forgive me sometimes if I get a little mushy <laughs> or a little sentimental. Totally fine. But I might do that. And I know that Facebook Live and, you know, just the other, like Instagram, they have the video in which yeah. you can go and that may be something that we'll do more of just to get the word out. Yep. It's really important. You should be emotional. Like our, our, uh, our listeners, like if they listen to all of our shows, they know how much of a crier I am. I cried everything. Oh, wow. Had to train your dragon too, man. <laughs> I cried during Blade Runner. It was so oh. gorgeous. I'm a crier. Well, I don't, don't feel worry. so alone. Thank oh, you, yeah. Tyler. Absolutely. <laughs> this I'm there woman radiates so much love. I want her to be a, uh, right? an advisor to our president. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. I have so many thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, <laughs> Michael's laughing. We're friends on Facebook, and he sees my posts. <laughs> anyway, we're <laughs> got so much stuff I just want to say. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. Or or just <laughs> let's make this positive. How about that? <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you so much, ladies. Thank um, you. I would love uh, anything else coming up that you guys would like to talk about, or before we. Uh, in the podcast, like you've already mentioned your new book. And yes, then, um, please look for a new book. I am so, I'm also doing a voiceover for a um, new project, which is called The Adventures of Penny and Kenny. Yay! And actually, this is a project in which my daughter is a brainchild behind, and they've <laughs> asked me to play a role, and I'm like, that's so not me, but... I'm playing a duck, so believe it or not. So we'll see that how is that so goes. not you, right? <laughs> so thank you. If anything, I wanted to say thank you for having us on oh, the show. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so I'm so glad to have you guys on. You know, just and for that, you know, if you need to, I guess a last resort, just just channel Gilbert Gottfried. Okay. Okay. <laughs> of course. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. This is uh, Indie Author Day in Alhambra. Civic Center Library. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next year. Thank you. God thank bless you. you. Oh, that was great. Hey, guys. Once again, I just wanted to thank Indie Author Day and also the Alhambra Civic Center Library for allowing me to moderate these panels. I hope you enjoyed both of them. If you didn't listen to the other one, it's you can find it on iTunes right now or on our website. It has Michael Tanner, Michael Kogi, uh, author Gibson. It has, as well, uh, Patria Bouchard. And I had a lot of fun recording that one. Uh, so go ahead and listen to it if you have not. If you have, perfect. And as always, our podcasts are available on iTunes and any other podcast app. And of course, our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. We have articles, video series, and all of the rest of our podcasts available for you to enjoy. To stay updated with us, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, we also stream on Twitch. And on the 28th this week, we're going to have our special extra life streaming marathon from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. on October 28th. So come and please support the kids. This is what we're doing this for, and it's a great cause, and we're very, very 
very excited to do this for you and to entertain you guys. Uh, the music has been provided by bensound.com. So come and join the gathering. Have a great weekend. GGG.